make it stick. No matter what you may set your sights on doing or becoming, if you want to be a contender, it's mastering the ability to learn that will get you in the game and keep you there. In the preceding chapters, we resisted the temptation to become overtly prescriptive, feeling that if we laid out the big ideas from the empirical research and illustrated them well through examples, you could reach your own conclusions about how best to apply them. But early readers of those chapters urged us to get specific with practical advice. So we do that here. We start with tips for students thinking in particular of high school, college, and graduate school students. Then we speak to lifelong learners, to teachers, and finally to trainers. While the fundamental principles are consistent across these groups, the settings, life stages, and learning materials differ. To help you envision how to apply these tips, we tell the stories of several people who one way or another have already found their way to these strategies and are using them to great effect. Learning tips for students. Remember that the most successful students are those who take charge of their own learning and follow a simple but disciplined strategy. You may not have been taught how to do this, but you can do it, and you will likely surprise yourself with the results. Embrace the fact that significant learning is often or even usually somewhat difficult. You'll experience setbacks. These are signs of effort, not of failure. Setbacks come with striving and striving builds expertise. Effortful learning changes your brain, making new connections, building mental models, increasing your capability. The implication of this is powerful. Your intellectual abilities lie to a large degree within your own control. Knowing that this is so makes the difficulties worth tackling. Following our three keystone study strategies, make a habit of them and structure your time so as to pursue them with regularity. Practice retrieving new learning from memory. What does this mean? Retrieval practice means self-quizzing. Retrieving knowledge and skill from memory should become your primary study strategy in place of rereading. How to use retrieval practice as a study strategy? When you read a text or study lecture notes, Pause periodically to ask yourself questions like these without looking in the text. What are the key ideas? What terms or ideas are new to me? How would I define them? How do the ideas relate to what I already know? 
Many textbooks have study questions at the ends of the chapters, and these are good fodder for self-quizzing. Generating questions for yourself and writing them down, rather writing down the answers, is also a good way to study. Set aside a little time every week throughout the semester to quiz yourself on the material in a course, both the current week's worth work and material covered in prior weeks. When you quiz yourself, check your answers to make sure that your judgments of what you know and don't know are accurate. Use quizzing to identify areas of weak mastery and focus your studying to make them strong. The harder it is for you to recall new learning from memory, the greater the benefit of doing so. Making errors will not set you back so long as you check your answers and correct your mistakes. What your intuition tells you to do. Most studiers focus on underlining and highlighting text and lecture notes and slides. They delicate their time to rereading these, becoming fluent in the text and terminology because this feels like learning. Why retrieval practice is better? After one or two reviews of a text, self-quizzing is far more potent for learning than additional rereading. Why might this be so? This is explained more fully in Chapter 2, but here are some of the high points. The familiarity with the text that is gained from rereading creates illusions of knowing, but these are not reliable indicators of mastery of the material. Fluency with the text has two strikes against it. It is a misleading indicator of what you have learned, and it creates the false impression that you will remember the material. By contrast, quizzing yourself on the main ideas and the meanings behind the terms helps you to focus on the central precepts rather than peripheral materials or on professor's turn of phrase. Quizzing provides a reliable measure of what you've learned and what you haven't yet mastered. Moreover, quizzing arrests forgetting. Forgetting is human nature, but practice at recalling new learning secures it in memory and helps you recall it in the future. Periodically, practicing new knowledge and skills through self-quizzing strengthens your learning of it and your ability to connect it to prior knowledge. A habit of regular retrieval practice throughout the duration of a course puts an end to cramming and all-nighters. You will need little studying at exam time. Reviewing the material the night before is much easier than learning it. How it feels. Compared to rereading, self-quizzing can feel awkward and frustrating, especially when the new learning is hard to recall. It does not feel as productive as rereading your class notes and highlighted passages of text feels. But what you don't sense when you're struggling to retrieve new learning is the fact that every time you work hard to recall a memory, you actually strengthen it. If you restudy something after failing to recall it, 
you actually learn it better than if you had not tried to recall it. The effort of retrieving knowledge or skills strengthens its staying power and your ability to recall it in the future.